here's me talking out my ass. All right. Oh, so it's a normal episode. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the Nerd or Not podcast is an irregularly aired show about games, movies, TV, comics, theme parks, and anything else that floats our fandom. And now, here's your hosts, Jay, Bob, and Corey, the Creighton's Guild. Hello, Cretans, and welcome to episode 41. Wow, man, that was fucking intense. I, I, I kind of scared myself. I think I soiled myself a little bit right there. Okay, uh, that I, just, I wish Solo came in that hard. Holy God almighty. You, you just blasted right into this episode like like the 66 Batmobile. You didn't give a fuck. <laughs> you didn't care, no, if, there was, you didn't care going, if that door man. was up or not. You were just out and through the shoots. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to run my audio through a levelator. Holy shit, I probably just destroyed the capacitor in my mic. Is it still working? One, two, hello, hello? Okay. Levelator. Is that is that something that Audacity does? Is oh, that a my, part of the process? No, that, that's not an Audacity thing. And uh-huh. anybody who uh, does anything with audio at home and doesn't have, like, real fancy equipment, mm-hmm. there's uh, a thing you can download onto your PC called Levelator. Mm-hmm. And basically, it takes the entire audio file. It has to be a WAV file. Mm-hmm. You insert it into this uh, this application, and you insert it. Takes it. All the lo- well, yeah, it takes all okay. the loud audio and brings it down. It takes all the soft audio and brings it up. And it's wonderful. It has fixed mm-hmm. so many of my problems. The the thing is, I can't use it with your audio a whole lot because when you're um, when that uh, the, the the furnace when that thing kicks on. Mm-hmm. It grabs that audio and just like, all right, I'm just oh. gonna stretch this out all the way. Well, you want some good news then? You not you don't have it on, do you? Oh no, because today it reached a balmy 68 degrees up here. Whew. Whew. Let me tell you, I'm gonna say I'm a little jealous. Sweating buckets. <laughs> yeah. Um, quick story. Today uh-huh. is Robbie's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh birthday was today. Uh huh. And I asked him last night, what do you want to do? And we're going to like the rotations of everything we could do. And we ended up deciding, let's go mini golf. He's never done it before. And, you know, it was fun. Him, like the whole family went out. We went out to Congo River. Congo River. Yeah. Great place on 436. Uh huh. We saw some uh, colorful 436 activity, like somebody coming to a complete stop in the middle of 436. Getting out the passenger side, throwing out all their trash, cussing <laughs> at the cars as they were honking and going around these people in the middle of 436. Not at an intersection. They were right there in the middle of the freaking highway. It's like, screw you. I'm going to do what I want. And these people were nuts. They well, were they, crazy. Well, they had to look all nice for Tibbies, didn't they? I If they went into Tibbies, holy <laughs> shit. I can, can you imagine people like that on happy oh hour margaritas or hurricanes? Uh, oh my god, that's that's prime Florida. Oh that, is, man. that is so four thirty six out yeah. Florida Florida man story. I <laughs> oh my god. Hey, intros. Uh, I'm Bob. He's yep. Corey. Yep. Uh, Jay is not feeling. He's he was he, a little under the weather. He is infirm this evening. Infirmed. Infirm. That's Firm. one of the best adjectives. Is that an adjective or a verb? Um, I'm gonna. You're the English guy. I could. Oh my god! Is that right? More than me, buddy. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't mean to put on those airs in all of our 40 episodes. 41 now. 
Um, well, you know, we'll just leave that to the, uh, we'll just leave that to the Grammar Nerds podcast, whoever the fuck they are. It's just out there in the ether and they can deal with it if they want to or not. Yep. Grab that shit and extrapolate if you need to. We can't. Yeah. Well, I'm a dummy. He's Corey. I'm Bob. Together we are drunk and stupid and we are part of the (laughs) Cretans Guild. Oh, the old tag team magic is back. I know. I I mentioned the the drunk and stupid tag team Mm -hmm. because you and I just recently joined Wrestle Nerds Wrestling YouTube channel as competitors on their their eFed. No shit. Now, this little plug for Rip Getting Goobs. Uh, These guys are awesome. The Wrestle Nerds, they also do the Derailers podcast. They mm-hmm. have a WWE 2K18 Create a Wrestler League. <laughs> nice. <sighs> yeah, that's a mouthful. Where they basically take in every, almost everybody that I can think of from the Somebody's Network, including us, mm-hmm. and they put us in this wrestling federation with a bunch of other uh, CAWs they've created, including oh. Mr. CAW. Who is the mysterious Mr. CAW? Uh, he is probably the most generic wrestler oh, okay. there is. <laughs> and he's got a manager named Ricky Average. Uh, that's okay. You know what? You get a shtick. It works. Run yep. with it. So what what are we what are we uh, involved in this with? Is this like a like a bracketed competition or a round robin or what's the it, deal? It's, it's kind of like just a free for alls, like storylines will will be driven this. Uh, oh, no. you and I, we are brand new. Uh-huh. To the Federation. Rookies. Uh, yeah, well, kind of rookies. I mean, we've had... We first tried out for Razzle Nerds, oh, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. They hired us, but then they sent us down to Florida for developmental. <laughs> and then they forgot about us. Yeah. So we, we stormed the ring, and we cut the hair off of Mr. Most Days Off from the best darn po- uh, tag team. <laughs> Because uh, because we were tired of being prospects, right? We were tired of being ignored, yep. Yeah, trust so the we, prospects. So That's... he chickened out, he lost all his hair, he freaked out about mm-hmm. it, he took off like a chicken shit, mm-hmm. and Richie was there in the ring, and you and I just destroyed him. It was glorious, it was wonderful. And that was, that. That's that happened, that happened over there, not in real life. Because we're not big on destroying people, whether it's... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. There's a couple of guys in that federation who are just dropping a leg on. <laughs> cool. That reminds me of like when I used to do like all the uh, all the fire pro stuff. Actually, no. You know what it reminds me of? This is an e fed. You said it was right. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, what was it? Gosh, I, I I don't remember the exact title, but it was something like extreme pro wrestling management federation manager or something like that. I don't know, but it was basically like, um, gosh, it, it was like, um, this sounds like uh NFL, uh, coach, but it, it was a, it was a text managers. It was a text management sim oh. that, uh, you and I and Jay would like, you know, we would feed our goofy ass little in jokes and, you know, fantasy, uh, tag teams and shit into. But that was where Jay, uh, debuted, uh, Good and Plenty, which was later on in real life that became the big show and the little matinee, Spike, uh, Spike Dudley and the big show. Oh, okay. But the, uh, but the gimmick uh, of Good and Plenty was that uh, Spike Dudley would come out on Big Show's shoulder and that, like, whenever they won a match, uh, Spike would feed the Big Show candy or some shit like that. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Just contr- 
Contribute I'm visualizing to it now and contribute to Paul it. White's diabetes in any way he could as a positive <laughs> just, reinforcement just magic. Had him yeah. a little skittles, like there you go. <laughs> but we would like bring in people from AAA and CMLL and stuff, and it wasn't it wasn't like a, a traditional video game like Fire Pro or something or No Mercy. Right, it was text based. Yeah, it was like all text, but it was so much fun because we would have the show. Remember Monday night death balls. That was the big event. And we would like look we would like gather around the computer and like see, all right, this is how it's all gonna play out. Ooh, it's Triple H versus fucking Gilberg. Let's see who works out. <laughs> Gilbert takes the title again and all is right with the world. <laughs> oh, Gilberg. I always thought it would be the coolest thing to take that sort of a management format. And combine it with like the uh, the action elements of a game like Fire Pro, um, and it's just that nobody's ever really scratched that. I'm pretty sure that Fire Pro D had some elements like that, but nobody's ever really like maximized that idea. And it's just sitting there for somebody to grab onto and be like, "Look, we got to do this. This would kill." Anyway, you know what? You probably need to check out Rattle Nerds videos. They uh, that's this is right up their alley. Oh, yeah. Of what they've I'll, been doing. I'll do that, and then I'll take notes, and I will totally crib their shit, and they'll get no royalties. Because <laughs> I'm a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> we're on the wrestling Nerds. Yeah. And and we're... It looks like we're going to make a run for the tag team gold pretty soon here. Nice. They're brand new, too. So, hey, get out of the way. Creeds are coming for you. Oh, God, that's a haunting statement. Speaking of like Raw and SmackDown and shit. Oh man, talk about a segue. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, let's segue uh, from that and let's just move around the rundown a little bit. We were going to talk about one issue mm-hmm. and then talk about this one. Let's talk about the second first and go back to the first second. All right, yeah. launch. English. Huh? Yeah. What? So, uh, <laughs> did you know that SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> We are we are goddamn awful without Jay. Holy shit! We need the ringmaster. That's Jay's. That's Jay's title. He's the ringmaster. He's ring our master. manager. How can He's- we do? How? What good tag team? What expert tag team has ever gone for too long without a manager? And before you say the Eliminators, eat a dick. I, <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> they had their record broken by uh, New Day, so and they don't have a manager. New Day needs a manager. Uh, they got they got Austin Creed. I mean, uh, Xavier Woods. I know he's active in the ring, but he's more or less their front man. Yeah, Agree I'll, or disagree? I'll give you that. They got to have somebody to play the tam- the trombone. Well, Jay would love this. He is our Bobby the Brain Heenan. Nice. Without him, we're just like... Ah, 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 yeah. Ah. We're just kind of like, I don't know. How do, we do, how do we do the total domination again? It's like... Up here, and then he kicks him in the knee. Is that it? I don't... <laughs> I, uh, drunk and stupid. Oh, by the way, your finisher did make it into uh, the game. I don't know. Did I, did I send you the video? I the Dick I Burger. No, the I didn't Dick see burger. The, You did send me the video. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, the Dick Burger is in it. Nice. I'm not sure if we gave my finisher a title, but it's basically a, a strong arm lariat. Oh, that was your... Wait. I thought we had a different finisher for you back in the day. <gasps> Yeah, wasn't it like Kevin Nash's uh, jackknife powerbomb? Yeah, but that's not believable. Oh, shit. Like me doing a tornado DDT at 40 years old is believable. This is a fantasy fed. Yeah. (laughs) 
Guess what? Logic bomb. Uh, I take the L. Take I it. Take someone's head off with my forearm. Uh, I, All I, right. I, All right. You can have your fucking forearm. I couldn't think of anything, Matt. Our our finisher, our tag team finisher, is mm-hmm. pretty cool though. What's that? Which don't is, don't ask me what it is. You got to watch it. All right. Oh yes, the push. Good I'm call. gonna say we stole it from somebody. I will say that. Well, of course. Well, of course. That's what we do. We steal yeah, things. From yeah, people. originality. Who the fuck does that serve? Ah, there hasn't been an original thing in years. Yeah. Tarantino, one of the most well-known filmmakers in all of Hollywood and independent film. Not original. <laughs> he's good at making himself seem original, though. And he'll be the first to tell you that he steals all of his shits. <laughs> steals or inspired by? No, he straight up says that he steals his shit. Oh, well, there you go. In I mean, a lot of interviews, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that Django was like the first time where he was ever wearing that honest sleeve. He's like, yeah, I didn't come up with Django, whatever. I'm the first person to cast Jamie Foxx as Django, but it's because Franco Nero is kind of old and, you know, can't move around a whole lot anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how about we get into our uh, second topic first? But why? Okay, go ahead. Since what we were talking about uh, fake electronic pixelated wrestling, let's yes. talk about the real thing, the big guys. Uh, do you know that SmackDown Live just got sold? No, I didn't. You had uh, you had first uh, you and Jay had first told me about this a couple of days ago, and this is the first time that like wrestling has ever been on like a major network. We're not counting UPN, right? No, well UPN, CW, and then my network. What they don't rank up there? No, right? They don't. No, no. Uh, so no. it looks like. Never. That Fox is using some of this uh, money that they got from Disney, or uh-huh. will be get. Actually, that's the other thing. That's another thing that we need to talk about. The the Disney deal for Fox that mm-hmm. hasn't gone through yet, and Comcast is trying to make a counter offer right now. Oh, what? Yeah, that's that's a thing going on. Oh, um, but that's different Fucking topic. Comcast. Let, let's talk about how Vince McMahon is making a not a uh-huh. little bit of money, not a lot of money, a shit ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> and my God, Fox paid out the ass for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they looked at uh, the last couple weeks of WWE programming. It was like, what the hell did we just buy? I haven't been keeping up, but you and Jay have made some noise to that effect. What the hell's going on? The last three to four weeks, the show's... Both Raw and SmackDown have been god-awful, like terrible, awful, badly executed, badly written, bad stories, bad... And well, I, like, the post-Attitude Era awful? Like, immediately post-Attitude Era awful? Well, alright. They started... They had this segment on Raw about uh, two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. where Bobby Lashley, they didn't really have a way to push him, and they weren't going to push him the same way TNA did, mm-hmm. which was like as this world-dominating, muscle-bound destroyer. I don't even know which, who that is. Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, he he was back uh, in WWE ECW, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he did the whole uh, Vince McMahon, Donald Trump, hair versus hair versus hair. With him, it was him and Omaga. None of this is ringing a bell. Holy shit! No. Oh, do <laughs> That's a quick search. A lot on... to unpack. <laughs> all right, well, do the do a quick search on Bobby Lashley. I'll, all right, I'll... all right. Oh, he looks familiar. No, wait, no. I'm thinking of Apollo Creed. I'm sorry, not Apollo Creed. Apollo Cruz. Cruz, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The guy that does Apollo that insane Cruz is more athletic. 
Yeah. But Lashley is more muscle. Okay. More All power. Right. All right. So he's so, the hitter. Yeah. They didn't really have a way to present him because he debuted, he re-debuted mm-hmm. uh, about a month before that and didn't really do anything. They put it like, hey, be in a tag match with Braun Strowman or be in a tag match with this guy or be in it. And it's like, this is how you bring him back. I mean, he came back at like uh, at a like the greatest Royal Rumble or something like that mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia. And then they just been inserting him like here and there. And it's like, they, you know, he hasn't been on TV for like over a decade. There are some fans that have no idea who he is. So many things being inserted in this podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Insert it. The word of the day is. <laughs> this dude's cert. This dude. <laughs> Crumb. No. Not for you, Crumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This dude's 41. Yeah, he is. He was with the company. He left. Uh, he went into MMA for a little bit. Then mm-hmm. he went to TNA. They actually knew how to promote him. And then he recently left them to come back to New York. Sorry, so dude. So the, the deal they did was, because he had been on... they been putting him on TV for about a month. Mm-hmm. They didn't really know. It's like, oh, maybe we should actually tell the audience who this guy is. And they had like a sit down with him. And he starts talking about like his, his personal life, his family, how he grew up. And he was stared straight to the camera. And it was just the most bizarre, like, this doesn't belong. He's talking about his three sisters and how much he loves them mm-hmm. and how big they are to him and everything. And, and if you're a wrestling fan, you're like, Okay, wrestling guys, what? Uh, when is the grappling going to start? It just went on a long, a lot longer than it should have. It was very uncomfortable. So they overpromoted him. They they overpromoted him in the worst way. They oh. they had him talk about his family life instead of promoting the Bobby Lashley character. Yeah. So that happened. That got some chuckles online. It's like, oh god, this is so terrible. Why? Mm-hmm. Why and everything? Yeah, the Ryback effect. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then two weeks later. I really, really hated this. <laughs> Sammy Zayn is in is a is in a um, a feud with Bobby Lashley right now. Mm-hmm. So he brings out his three sisters. I'm doing air quotes for podcasting sisters. <laughs> <clears throat> and here you would insert the air quotes audibly. His, his three sisters inserted themselves into the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Except for they were three dudes uh-huh. with facial hair, bad wigs, bad dresses, and absolutely zero mic skills whatsoever. They came into the ring and they were, it was, it went on about, it was a 12 minute segment and it went on 15 minutes longer than it should have. Holy shit, that's Katie Vick levels of why. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I didn't know they were back to that. that. Oh yeah, they're they're back to, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Oh Let's, no! Uh, yeah, they did that. Bobby Lashley comes out. He he's mocking it. He's laughing it off, and then he beats everyone up. And it was like, okay, this this is by far the worst segment of the year. Shit! I thought they and, were doing so well. Well, you know they they were doing pretty I mean, good, and they, then they had like this whole uh, superstar shakeup where characters uh-huh. got thrown around. And when it first happened, I'm like, this is great. Like all the big name guys are on Raw, and all the athletic guys are on SmackDown. Uh, you know, if you can tell a good story, I can watch Raw, and I'm going to watch SmackDown because that's entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. The, and I call that the Miz effect, 
whatever show Miz is on t- tends to be the better show I've been noticing. Interesting. Mi- yeah, Miz recently went back to SmackDown. It wasn't always that way. No, it wasn't all that. It's it's been that way for like the last year, mm-hmm. two years maybe. Yeah. But SmackDown last week. Wow. Good fucking grief! It was like, damn it, WWE! You like cleaned up your act. You got a regular job. You stopped drinking. You put down the Coke spoons. Shit, you even started dating, and that was going well. And then all of a sudden, you're back on the Vince Russo. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like they rehired Vin- Vince Russo, yeah. I haven't talked to Vince Russo in like 10 years. It's like, man, you're still hanging out with his fucking friends. That's just the same. You... you <laughs> When you when you when 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 you when you when when you marry a bastard, it doesn't matter if you divorce him. You're still hanging out with his bastard ass friends, <laughs> or his brother, which is or worse. his brother. I don't know. That is something that's very fucking Russo, though. And I, I I'm trying to figure out like what part of that legacy creative farm is exercising because the influence is a little bit too on the nose, you know. It doesn't just resemble that shit back then. That pretty much is that shit from back then. Oh, yeah. And I felt really bad that Sami Zayn had to be part of it. And he was doing his absolute best to try to make the entire gimmick work. And it, As I imagine he would be. Uh, yeah, because he's one hell of a worker. But uh-huh. that story and that writing was so freaking bad. All right. It was, he couldn't save it. So this is what now, Fox just bought. Well, that was all on Raw. What uh-huh. Fox just bought on SmackDown, this is what happened last week. First uh-huh. off, they start off, very first thing you see is we're going to have Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. I'm in. Yeah. Holy shit, yes, I'm in. Okay. So they, they cut a promo. They're talking back and forth. Big Cass comes out. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, no. He's on a crutch. He's uh-huh. been uh, He's been hurt. More insert air quotes. Okay, hold on a second. Pause. Who was the guy that, as soon as Enzo and Cass broke up, low those many months ago, said that they're going to file away Big Cass into the test cabinet? I don't know, but I like that. That was me. I was fucking me. And everybody was like, no, no, no. They're, they're past that. Those, those days are far gone behind them. They're not going to test this guy. He's okay. He'll survive. Now he's they're fucking walking around him. on a I crutch, like fucking permanently injured, like one, what was Test's real name? I don't know. Who fucking cares? It's Test. And not to speak ill of the dead, but I think he gets more ratings now than he used to. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're very testifying him. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> but yeah, that's um, exactly where they put him. He's going to he's in that fucking he's in that wrestler dead zone now. Yeah. Yeah. They he, and they're trying to insert in there it is again. <laughs> they're trying to insert him into storylines, trying to make him popular in one way or another and he's still a heel. So he comes out and he's big ass. Uh-huh. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna pop a reverb in every time somebody says the word insert now? Insert. You just said it twice. <laughs> oh wait, no, you said popped. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> See, uh, we're trying not to put. I'm trying not to push the angle too much over here. Yeah. It's called moderation, Bob. Look into it. I look at me. Do I insert look like I do anything in moderation? <laughs> <laughs> I eat too much. I drink too much. I sweat too much. <laughs> I talk way too much. I drink too much. I sweat too much. I talk too much. There's a George Thurgood song. So anyway, he comes down. He's on a a, 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 a crutch. Yes. And then he takes it out. And he's like, he starts whacking the other two guys. And so they make 
in a three-way match between the three of them. It's like, uh-huh. oh, they took what would have been an awesome Brian versus uh, Samoa Joe match, and they inserted big ass into it. Big ass. <laughs> so, yeah, this is what Fox is buying. Oh, the real... Here is oh you're gonna love this all right yeah love this and a wrestling show where they have two performers uh, Lana and Naomi mm-hmm. Lana is pretty well known for not having the best in ring talent right so they decide let's take these two wrestlers and have them do a dance off so it's not even a joke anymore it is Vince Russo land uh, yeah yeah ah oh, god damn it. The, the ghost of Vince Russo, even though he's not dead and he should be, is striving hard. Silver uh, Linings? Maybe we'll get some good WWE video games out of this soon, at some point? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's one thing that can be said for uh, that era of WWE was that, you know, the multimedia properties were pretty damn good. Yeah, when they when they teased that particular segment, I was like, "Thank God I DVR wrestling because I cannot watch it live anymore. It's so bad, and it, it's gotten to a point. I don't think I'm going to watch anything hmm. until the next pay per view, which is in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. How would you it's feel that? How would you feel about actually having to charge that to your credit card? Oh God. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, and backlash was so goddamn bad. I, I honestly think that anybody who does have the network should have gotten a refund for one month. <laughs> it, that's how bad backlash was. I'll, I'll I'll have to take your word for it. I haven't seen a pay per view in forever. Ba- I know I have access to the network. I really need to take advantage of that. Watch the first match in backlash. I forget who it was mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, but this is the thing when it's when SmackDown has been good, it's been great, but when it's been bad, you can smell it from across the County line. It's oof, really bad. All right. So getting back to this sale, uh, apparently NBC had the first right of refusal to re-sign SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They want to keep raw. Uh-huh. Can't see why. So then Fox said, yeah, we'll, we'll do this. We'll, uh, we'll buy SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And they paid Vince McMahon one, Billion dollars for SmackDown Live. You know, a couple of days ago, I thought I heard, and I thought it—I I assumed it was me hallucinating, but I thought I heard a small but gruff echo of somebody screaming, "One billion dollars, Linda! God damn it!" over the horizon, and I was like, "Well, that'd be ridiculous. What does it even mean?" But it turns out it was probably Vince. <laughs> yeah, you heard that all the way in Chicago. I wouldn't doubt it. The dude can project. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, one billion for five years. Now, some of the uh, the rumors going around mm-hmm. is that they're going to take SmackDown Live, they're going to keep it live, but they're going to move it from Tuesday to Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Not really a big shift because a number of years ago, uh, their touring plan was do live events Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Monday is Raw. Tuesday was uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And uh, back when uh, they used to tape SmackDown, uh, let's see, they would tape that. They would tape that on Tuesday, air that on Friday. You know, th- it's a whole mess. It, th- they'll have it figured out without a doubt. But yeah, it looks like it's going to stay live. Uh-huh. And they haven't confirmed. There hasn't been any rumors if it's going to move to three hours or not. I really hope it doesn't. 
I think with it being on network TV, it's unlikely it would move to three hours because that's a lot of airtime. I don't know. Well, it used to be on for four hours uh, at one point. Remember that? No. When? Like when? Raw was Raw was like a good four hours at some point. Ooh, I don't think so. Am when? I not reading that correctly, or am I not remembering that correctly? <clears throat> uh, their their pay per views have always been four hours or longer. Then I'm probably thinking of the pay per views, but I uh, but they keep pushing for like those extreme run those extreme run times for some weird reason. Oh yeah, and it's going longer. All the pay per views from here on out are going to be four hours, unless they're one of the big five, and then they're those are going to be five to six hours with the pre show games pre shows. That's a strange imperative to 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 promote because Vince, I mean. Not to, you know, insult your audience and in doing so insult ourselves, but um, attention spans, you know, they're not like what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not very practical. Remember how long WrestleMania was for us? Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, it was an all day event, basically. <laughs> well, that, that's because we were there. Oh, and we were there in a town that's it, it was going to be a quest to fucking get there and survive. That's why we were exhausted. I'm just talking about like, you know, somebody. So first of all, it's always on Sunday nights. Most of the people watching are going to have to work the next day. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. They, they really. But you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean error. Well, that was Continue. for pay-per-views. We're talking about actually uh, just regular TV now. Smackdown. I mean, that's four times a month. So I don't know. Heading into Friday, maybe it's possible. But still, I, I don't I don't really see what sort of long term gains there are from running for that long. Every week. Are they trying to maximize the roster that they've already got? You see, the reason the, the, the reason they extended Raw to three hours, well, uh-huh. first off, because USA said you're going to go three hours. Well. But then the storyline explained is like, well, we're getting 205 on, on Raw. is going to be the home of the, the 205 guys. Mm. Yeah, that didn't last. I, mean, I think a month later, they... They moved them to mm-hmm. Tuesday nights. Exactly. Soul Kitchen sneering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or scoffing. So I I doubt they would move SmackDown to three hours just because network TV, Fox would be like, what, three hours? What, are you nuts? <laughs> we don't have anything. We barely have shit that's <clears throat> one hour. Well, one hour is kind of their standard right now, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, but when it comes to other live sporting events that they cover, like, say, the NFL and Major League Baseball and everything. Mm -hmm. By the way, can you imagine Joe Buck, who I'm not sure if you even know who that is. No. He's like the the voice of Fox Sports. Uh, Can you Uh, imagine him teasing AJ Styles versus uh, Samoa Joe? No, I I couldn't do that. I I don't know. I don't know what that would even look like. So you you said you haven't been watching wrestling in a while. Um, I know I'm not really selling it for you. But what would bring you back? What what's something that you think? Okay, if you were the Booker, right what away, would bring you if back? I was the Booker, I'm, I'm biting off of somebody else's stick here. Um, uh, but for one thing, I would have to know the roster in order to be able to book them. So I'm not going to mm. dive that deep into it. Um, Fair enough. But I've heard that see 205 Live, or at least a Cruiserweight Classic, was completely my jam because I had been asking for that to be on the WWE for the longest goddamn time. And I know that, like, you and Jay have suffered through enough of that because TNA had the X Division and they were proper. And we know how they do it down in Mexico, which is to, you know, fucking go all out. 
Mwah. Yeah, exactly. That's like the cream of the crop. And you're never going to get as good as that, but we can at least try to fucking reach for that brass ring. And the WWE never did because they were always so invested into like the big guys for a while, you know? And like yes. the smallest dudes they ever had were like 5'8 and Jerry Lynn. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that was like <laughs> small to them. Like, dude, that dude's not small. He's half of a fucking Volkswagen. Look at him. I like that. That's an official measurement. Yes, he's Jerry Lynn. <laughs> he's this much of an automobile. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> he's just incredible version of an automobile. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Well, just incredible was at least tall. So that's how he was able to, you know, you know, take a take his place on the roster. But they never really gave any credit to the small guy. Spike Dudley was like the smallest they ever got. He was well, he at least. Was, that was his gimmick. I mean, he that was, was his the deal. world's tallest midget. Yeah. And he was he had the underdog bit, so of course he was never going to have a shot at the title or any sort of title for that matter. I think he had the light heavyweight for a coconut song for a little while, you know. Um, and he was like he was like a oh, what do they call that? He was like an exhibition. So seeing two hundred five live actually happen, and then bringing people over for you know for at least a, a drink or two that was really cool. Um, I'd heard that Christopher Daniels stopped by, and I'm like, oh my god, Christopher Daniels on air, on, like, WWE television. Fucking 22-year-old me would have been, like, so fucking jazzed, I would have been vomiting profusely, <laughs> like a vomit sprinkler, just jumping around the apartment and twirling. <laughs> exactly. That's cool as shit, and the people that are bringing in to that show, um... Oh, this is where I'm going to have to act like I know who these people are. Uh, the the British guy, Jack Gallagher, right? That's it. That's him. That's one of them. Uh, Jack, Jack Gallagher. The roster has changed a lot. And I will say that, mm -hmm. yeah, when 205 first started up till about three months ago, mm -hmm. it was god awful. It was very much, it was run and authorized by Vince McMahon. Yeah. Once he started... Hunter, you take this. I, I don't want any. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to deal with these little guys anymore. You, you do something with it. See what you can fix. I was never and good with children. <laughs> <laughs> well, Triple H did find a way to fix it. He made it entertaining. He reverted it back to a lot of what we saw in the Cruiserweight Classic tournament. Yeah. So it, it has the ship has been righted. Mm -hmm. I think it, it needs to keep going at this pace to uh, keep bringing people in. Because mm -hmm. right now, 205 Live and NXT are the best products they put on air right now. And I'm so glad that you said that NXT is still is still good. Because that's another one I was worried about. Because all of the major players from the last time I'd watched NXT, well, they're all in WWE now. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they're getting railroaded like fucking hard. Well, they... Um, NXT, I have... I, I felt the same way. It was like, oh god, they, all these guys who were like kicking ass mm -hmm. in NXT, they're on the main roster now. What NXT is just gonna drown? Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alistair Black, mm -hmm. uh, Velveteen Dream, uh -huh. Ricochet. Um, well, it, for a little while, Insanity. I'm not. They haven't been called. They have officially been called up. I don't think they've been on TV yet. They might have been. Oh wow. I, I know the uh, authors of Pain are on a on main television now. Yep, they got called up. And they've got a pretty good angle going, too, because they're with, um... Oh, shit. I actually... I saw this the other day, and I, I, I saw the picture, and I was like, oh, that is such a good call. Um, but I can't remember, so never mind. Uh, but yeah, all those people had left. And I only got to see a little bit of the Authors of Pain while they were still doing their thing. The, 
Uh, they, they've definitely been. <laughs> you, you see, I haven't seen. I actually haven't seen Authors of Pain for a couple of weeks now because yeah. I think if they are on Raw, mm-hmm. I'm not bothering with that shit. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just hands off with the Raw. Okay. Yeah, so, Raw's been that bad over the last couple of weeks to the point where I don't want to watch it. All right. So from what I was seeing of Two of Five Live and what I liked, if you brought a little bit more of that over to the main programs then I would probably start watching like religiously. The other thing is that you got to consider that I have, I don't, I don't, I don't have friends. People don't like me. So <laughs> <laughs> but you seem so warm and cuddly. <laughs> the half of the experience, I don't want your fucking pity. Anyway, half of the experience is being able to watch this bullshit with your friends in your room and just being able to like, if a good match comes on, you dive right into the TV. You're like, you're like kneeling in front of it and, getting all crazed but if there's no match going on which it seems like raw is 98 percent of nothing happening then your your guys are at least there to you know bullshit with you and to you know cough snark at the monitor or at the television for a little bit that's 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 the wrestling experience to me a lot of it's communal and i don't have that up here and so i've there's almost no investment for me at all I, uh, I was walking around with my Rusev Day shirt today. Nice. And, and it's like, every time I wear it out, it's like, Rusev Day! I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Total stranger? Absolutely. Yeah! Recognize. So I, I completely understand. I, the one good thing about watching wrestling alone mm-hmm. is if you can sense it's going to be a bad match, fast forward through that sucker. Yeah, yeah. But if you didn't have the fast forward button, like I said, you'd just be, uh, you'd just be like, MST 3 king that shit. I don't know how people can watch that show live at, at this point. It's, I mean, I haven't watched a live non-pay-per-view wrestling show since I attended one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that easy for me to do. Just sit down like, okay. Well, I guess if you got a good arena and some cozy chairs, catch a nap or two. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, Hopefully the silver lining here is that uh, Crap TV makes for some uh, pretty good video games. Hold on a second. Not to, like, totally disrupt the seg or anything. No, go ahead. But there's something going on in the world of video games pretty soon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's mostly E3 oh. hype, right? It's yep. the hype week, isn't it? We It is hype week. Or okay, okay. announce week, basically. Uh, let's... I know. Gonna, like, somebody dev- get it. Okay, go ahead. But before we get into all of that, uh-huh. we'll go into that full steam. Uh, let's take a quick break and listen to a promo from one of our somebody's podcasts. Take it, somebody. Yeah. Uh, who who are we gonna do this? Week? How about Crumb? I teased him earlier. We'll listen to. Here's a promo from Crumb. Right. Hit the button. Greetings, heathens and harlots. I'm Crumb, and I host the Casual Sex with Crumb Show, the least discreet podcast on the web. Bringing the world sex positivity, kink, adult news, and ample chatter about butt stuff. I'm here to educate and watch porn. If this sounds appealing, find me at casualsexwithcrumb.com and on all major podcast platforms. I hope to slide between your ears soon, and in the meantime, if you can't be good, be good at it. Yeah. 
Yes, E3. Okay. Uh, that was Crumb, by the way. So now we're going to talk about E3. And by the time this episode drops, uh, E3 will either be going on or it just concluded, depending on f- how fast I can edit. Uh-huh. Uh, so the past week, mm-hmm. it almost feels like, why bother with E3? Because it feels like we've had about Dude, 80% of the show has been announced already. Devs are scooping themselves like crazy. And it's and it's almost as if it's a trend. I don't I don't remember it being this bad in years past. I mean, last year, yeah, there were a number of leaks. Uh huh. Insert leak air quote. Yeah, but it's like some people some people aren't able to like pull in the reins on on, on what some people don't know what constitutes a leak and what constitutes full on just hype. And E three is for the hype, you know. Oh yeah, it's part of the show. Before that, it's supposed to be like the appetizer. Like before that, that's when you tweet out the please stand by. At E3, you drop the trailer, you know? Right. I remember, I think it was last year or the year before, all these uh, uh, publishers and everybody, they said, fuck E3. We're going to hold our own Nintendo Direct and Mm -hmm. our own Microsoft thing, our own Activision thing, our own EA thing. Yeah. Everybody was doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. They did like, it's like, all right, yeah. E3, I don't know. Uh, here's some Labo. Go nuts. <laughs> here's some cardboard it, boxes. It feels like the opposite this year. It's like they're leaning more towards E3. Mm-hmm. They're just telling us all about it. It's like, here's the movie before you go see it. Yeah, like already. And and uh, and we've already got like, uh, what's happened this week so far? We've got, uh, fucking, we got another Fallout. Suddenly. just <laughs> They just announced that. Yeah, tell me about Fallout 76. Nobody really knows what the fuck it is, but there's a lot of speculation because of several key bits of dialogue that were popped out of the uh, the, the teaser so far, um, such as when the fighting is all over. Ron Perlman, by the way, they brought him back. It's cool. You can never get enough all Ron right. Perlman. No. Um, people as long as he's alive, let, put a mic in front of him. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, apparently Del Toro can get enough Ron Perlman because, you know, no Hellboy 3, but um, whatever. Hey, we got David Harbour. That's cool. He's great. Um, anyway, <laughs> fucking tangents. Good God. <laughs> so, okay. Fallout 76. Have you ever heard of a game called Rust? Rust? Yeah. I don't think I have. All right. Look it up. It's on Steam and elsewhere. Probably GOG. I'm not in the mind to really be confirming that at the moment. But mm, the speculation is that Fallout 76, because it issues, uh, you know, the sequential numbering, so that's going to be kind of like a side story, uh, a prequel, 20 years after the Great War, instead of like 100 or 200 or however many hundred like the other Fallouts are. And yeah. because the trailer only took place in the vault, people are assuming that it's going to be about homesteading and base building. So, oh, what Russ- because all the other games have been like in particular land, land masses or cities or whatever. Yeah, regions. More Regions. or less, Thank you. and they're probably going to give you like a like a maybe a procedurally generated topography to build your shit on top of. I don't really know if it's going to go seeded or if they're going to go with a static map like past fallouts, but the uh, the focus is going to be on base building and gathering resources, which was a key component in Fallout Four. It just wasn't the only component, and it certainly wasn't focal. However, if it's anything like Rust, it's going to be online. Which means people are going to come in and they're going to fuck your shit up. 
So you better get good at building bases in the wasteland or else it's going to be a bad time for you. Now, a lot of people swear by Rust. They say it's great. It's, uh, it's made by the Gary's Mod people, so they know about open world and, um, um, and uh, you know, I, I hesitate to use this phrase, but like plug-in based gameplay and shit. I've never played it. People keep bugging me too. One day, maybe. Well, probably not now. Um but you take all that like flexible gameplay feature, uh, uh, feature ability, and you shove it into the Fallout universe, and then you make that online instead of like a straight, you know, WoW type of experience or Elder Scrolls type of experience. I might very well be down with that. <laughs> that might be the thing really? that pushes me into that sort of a game, uh, that sort of a, that style of gaming. But that's yeah. all we've got. That's all we've got. Kotaku's okay. saying a bunch of stuff about it, but they're probably full of shit because sometimes they are. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're kind of in a cold zone with uh, Bethesda at the moment, so I don't think they're really getting a lot of. I don't think they're getting. Uh, a, mm, uh, what's a, what's a good way of putting it? They're not Woodworn and Bernsteining this shit. Is what I'm trying to get. At. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> are, are you are you saying they're missing some resources? Possibly, right? Yeah. So anything that they get's not going to be from the horse's mouth, but you know the other hole. They're they're quoting Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like on a lot of shit that they write. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. So, Fallout 76. We're getting a lot of uh, traffic about Mega Man 11, which is really cool, because I'm looking forward to this. And th- there's one thing I want to ask you about. You put it on the rundown, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pronounce this best I can. Okay. Uh, fuck yeah, new Sonic racing. <laughs> You're close. You're close. Oh, You're okay. just off by a little bit. It's actually pronounced... Let me pull the rundown up here. Is it German? Fuck yeah, new Sonic racing! Yeah! Like that. Wow! Exactly. Uh, wow. I'm looking at the waveform on Audacity here, and you're probably going to have to run that through a filter or two. Levelator. Yes, Levelator. Good show, chap. Yeah, you never got into uh, Sonic uh, All-Star Transformed, right? Oh, it's a kart racer. It's a kart racer, yes. Okay. The reason it's called Sonic Transformed is because the cars transform into uh, other terrain vehicles. Um, and it also oh, brought that in... that sounds familiar. Yes. A whole lot familiar. Like... In the first Mario Kart that had transforming vehicles, that was released after this particular Sonic racing game. Um, but it had a lot of... They share a lot of traits. There's a lot of uh, tricks, give you speed bonuses, things like that. Um, you can swap riders between cars and a bunch of other shit. Um, so, that's a good time. That pushed the uh, racing genre from like almost stagnant, like, like a complete stagnant complete stagnance into something else into something else altogether and nintendo fucking noticed and they're like well we're not gonna get scooped on that and then mario kart 8 happened so Ah, and drowned at the uh, competition at that point yeah they did mario kart 8 is better by this point i'm willing to say that because nintendo does what nintendo does they refine the living crap out of everything until it's like almost perfect uh (laughs) so yeah if if this is the same uh, dev team that did the old Sonic, I am jazzed to see what the what the shit like in what direction they're uh, going to evolve the racer in next, because oh, they knocked cool. it out yeah. of the fucking park last time. Anyway, absolutely, yeah. I mean, if if Sega wants to try to bring back some other things from the dead, like say Altered Beast or what? Oh man, I'd love to see an updated Altered Beast. You game. might not. They did that on the PS2. Kind of sucked. Oh, Look well. up some footage of it. Make up your own mind. But, mm, yeah, some things don't need to be wizened from their graves. 
Nice. Thanks. Okay. I was, I was trying so, to get there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got The there. path was worth it. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of uh, stuff moving over or resurrecting or whatever, uh, the Switch is getting a whole bunch of uh, new titles pretty soon. Some of it's pretty old, like Fortnite uh-huh. is finally coming to the Switch. Yeah. You know, the f- I've been playing Fortnite on the PS4, and, you know, the game is absolutely nuts. Uh-huh. I die really quickly every single time, uh-huh. but for some reason, I, I enjoy the game. I love it. Good. That's awesome. But, the you know, the funny the story about this is that, like, when it was announced, people were like... I mean, there were, there were people that were jazzed about it, of course, because all of a sudden you can play Fortnite out there and not on a fucking phone. But... Why would you be upset that a game that you like is just going to another console? Where's uh, where's the rational? Where, where's where's the where, where's the sequential logic that leads to being like ah, other people can enjoy this? What is this? Ah, uh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's the same people who probably don't want to see Han Solo I or just... the Solo movie. They're nuts. They're crazy. I guess. Well, it's. Hmm, I don't know. I. Uh, it, that's that's a different thing because for some whatever weird reason there are people that there were people that felt like they got burned by the last Star Wars movie. I can. I guess. I guess because I haven't seen the last Star Wars movie, so I can't say for sure. They have some sort of plausibility though. This doesn't make sense. They've already got Fortnite somewhere else. What's it fucking to them if now all of a sudden a new group of people has it? Well, all right. I, I see the argument in that, any way, shape, or form. Right. I, I do see the argument you're making. For a while, I just had a Switch, uh-huh. and people when Fortnite first came out, I was like, "Man, I'd really love to play that," mm-hmm. but uh, it's not on my system. I guess I can't play it. Yeah. And then I eventually did get a PS4. I started playing. It's like this is great. It's coming on the Switch, and by the way, it is free to play mm-hmm. regardless of what system you have. It's just you want to pay to get some other stuff, right? Uh, it's and it's not pay to win, mm-hmm. by the way. It's pay to have fun, basically. Yeah. Which is nice. But yeah, the, the the people who are upset that other people can play this now, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> are you the kind of people that come to a complete stop on four thirty six to clean out the <laughs> the passenger side of your vehicle, <laughs> and then get upset when other people are yelling at them for dumping their garbage yeah. out into the middle of the road? Yep, just plastic bottles everywhere. Ah. Fortnite on the Switch, <laughs> screw you! <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. It's just one of those arguments that when when people make these kind of arguments, uh-huh. you, you kind of want to thank them because you know what kind of people they are. It's like, okay, bye. It's bizarre. I'd like to chalk it up to just being a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of teenagers, you know, that have access to social media. And we can talk like this now because, you know, our prostates are swollen and shit. Um, it's people... <laughs> bottoms up. Yep. I like to I like to believe it's just like teenagers that want to be angry at fucking as mi- as much shit as they can get angry at before they become too old to be held accountable for. It. But there are some people that are like our age that are singing this tune. Damn it! Why I thought you were just gonna leave it under the teenager umbrella. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Fucking teenagers. Well, that was that was the other hip hop and your fucking sexting and yeah. I mean that was the other big story, and it's just. We kind of accept that, like, 
you know, nerds getting angry as shit. It is what we do. I mean, yeah. this is unfortunately that yeah. apparently we re record ourselves once a week doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not getting angry about stuff. We're actually celebrating and we're being, we're trying to be positive about some things. Well, There's some things that do irk us. Uh-huh. But we can criticize day. and we can get heated in those criticisms, but very little of it is like, very little of it is like, why is every why are all these people watching wrestling? They're not they're not really into it. That's just you know it's fucking. Let's just let's just throw like flaming bags of dog shit at them. Yeah, I forgot I've been bashing wrestling the entire first half of this podcast. <laughs> no, it's but the thing is, is that you're you're criticizing wrestling. You're criticizing based upon. I'm your, criticizing something I love, something I want to enjoy. Yeah, and you don't really care that other people are getting into it as well because that's just more people for you to talk about it with. You get it? This is true. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. And it's just so weird that some parts of criticism and rejection in the fandom circles, they they can they concern themselves with other people enjoying the same thing that they do. That's so fucking strange. Yeah, and, and just some people are just looking to be upset over anything. Yeah. And then they go out and they make Falcon videos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not even the same thing with, like, the Thundercats thing last year. Like, I, I I made my defense for the revamp. I can totally get why people are railing against it, because it looks like balls, but... <laughs> I, thing I'm is, still going to give it a chance. I'm not sure if that point was made clearly in the last podcast, I, but I I'm going to give it a I did, because I was still on the point where, like, well, these people are blowing away the fuck out of proportion. I can say that it looks like balls, but it doesn't personally offend me. My life isn't seemingly ruined by the fact that, like, these, like, fucking... Uh, gummy candy looking Thundercat assholes are now what we think of as Thundercats. Just, bleh, whatever, you know? Yeah. I haven't I mean, watched if it's a show bad, in like okay, 20 I'll years. Turn on, yeah, if it's terrible, I'm just going to turn on Voltron. Yeah. Sure, whatever. But I can freely acknowledge that I think they look like they look awful because, you know, they just kind of do. <laughs> maybe it'll work. It's, it's Ma- cynicism. Maybe they'll find a way with the humor and the writing to make it work. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, they, I doubt I mean, it. Teen Titans Go was a drastic revamp. I'm pretty sure there was enough criticism thrown at that reveal when it happened, and I enjoy that show. So what the fuck? I had I had to give Teen Titans Go a really strong try mm-hmm. because I I was one of those guys when it changed that art direction. I'm like, oh god, mm-hmm. and then I watched an episode like, ooh, this is not this is not for me. But yeah. then I gave it I gave it more shots, more tries, more tries. And I'm like, okay, they just made a masturbation joke, <laughs> <laughs> and dark. Side is voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. Now that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. What are they gonna do next? Yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta keep watching yeah. this. But you see, that was. If if anything, in a worst case scenario, that was a criticism against the show itself. If I got pissed off at people liking the new Thundercats, that would be something something else entirely different. Oh, that'd be funny. That would make any fucking sense out, at all. It's like they they look at themselves so like, yeah, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah, so with this show, all I'm asking is that all I'm asking is is for it to be proven wrong, and if I'm proven wrong, they have a new viewer. If not, then well, square one, no loss. But if other people like it, fuck it, dude, watch this shit. I don't care. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So Fortnite's Play coming Fortnite. to the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a couple other titles that are coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Tennis Aces, which. Not my thing. I, I was never really into Mario Tennis, but some people I know who um, did enjoy the games, uh-huh. and I've read a little bit about this, and they, they said, oh, man, Oof. they're really looking forward to, well, they, to I know there was a, aces. There was a cult formed around the old uh, Camelot Mario Sports games that were uh, 
that were prevalent on the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance back in the day. Especially Mario Golf Advance, which uh, I'm going to swear by. That's a good fucking game. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. I haven't played it, but I've heard a lot of good things about Mario Golf. I, yeah. I never thought I'd say that, but yeah, right. that's the thing. Well, the, the the advanced version in particular was based around RPG mechanics. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, they carried a little bit over that to the GameCube iterations as well, and that uh, was uh, that was melded into the tennis line as well. So I think people are like kind of expecting that to be an evolution or the new tennis aces to be an evolution of that sort of approach. Now there's going to be like they another, did that was soccer too, right? Yeah. Or was it volleyball? The soccer one's the one I'm jazzed about because oh, okay. they always do soccer. Right. And they don't, they don't even, they don't even have to like dilute the whole, they don't have to dilute the whole affair with other, uh, w- with other, uh, ideas and concepts and stuff. It's just like, this is, fucking nutty soccer that's all you're asking for <laughs> <laughs> it's mario playing yeah. soccer what do you want this to look like fifa because it ain't <laughs> yeah exactly it's like all right luigi just lit up that ball turned into a bowser shell wait a minute bowser ain't naked is he he's not who does that bowser shell belong to man this got dark but it's so fucking fun there's another title coming out for the switch that has been on the switch over in japan we're finally getting a English dub of it, or an English edition of it, mm-hmm. uh, Monster, Hu- Monster Hunter XX, which, from what I hear, is extremely popular, very, very well-received video game. Now, how many, uh, during, whenever that, whenever another Monster Hunter adaptation is announced for whatever system, we always hear about it, and we always bring it up, and what's that one thing that we always say about it before we go, I never played it. <laughs> It's really, really popular. It's supposed to be I really try good. It, and then we never touch it. <laughs> like every time we bring it up, it's like, yeah, people are insane about Monster Hunter. I let them. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good for Go you for guys. It. I'm hands off with the Monster Hunter. I don't know. It looks great. It's just there's so much. It's too, it's too, it's too, too fucking much for me right now. I can't. You know, if it comes to my Toys R Us before it closes, maybe I'll get it then. Ooh, that! Thanks for reminding me. I got a quest for that shit tomorrow. Although this is a pretty big damn city, I'm pretty sure there's not going to be a whole lot left. But yeah, Monster Hunter XX is coming out. Awesome. That's great news for the people that are in the Monster Hunter. And and if you are, please let us know. We'd yeah, know yeah. Is this something we should get into? Yeah. I mean, we you pretty much know our taste in video games at this point mm-hmm. from what we've been talking. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty flexible with my with my shit. It's just that that's one thing that I, that has always kept me at arm's length. I'll try the demos. Um, I'll watch I'll watch YouTube videos that like fans have sent me or fans of Monster Hunter have sent. We don't have fans. I'm not delusional. Um, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Yeah, what do you think?" And I'm like, "Man, this shit looks like this shit, except there's more of this shit." And <laughs> that's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. And there's already too much shit over here. From a baseline, it that's is a lot of shit. It's, impre- it's Im- impenetrable mountains of shit at a fundamental level, and then this is like, no, we need to ramp the shit count up more. I I have a low shit tolerance for these types of games. You got to ease me into it. I'm gonna start playing the demo for Hunter Stories soon. I'll give you a report on that as soon as I can. But for now, that's it. That's where I stop with a Monster Hunter. Fair enough. I mean, it's one of those games I've fallen to try, but I just, eh. yeah, I don't, I don't have time for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
So there's that. And probably a bunch, like a ton and a half of indie games that we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks because indie, uh, indie deliciousness and that stuff. You know what? That's probably what's going to rule mm-hmm. E3 mm-hmm. next week or whenever. E3 2018. Yeah. It's going to be the indie titles. Yeah. I mean, to me, uh, indies have been ruling E3 since about 2011 or so. It's just that now, corporate backing, Mucho Wampum got it. Especially on the Switch. Is it still an indie at that point? Um, n- I think so, yes, because the development cycles are similar. It's just that now the the, uh, the barrier to access has been lowered dr- like drastically. Like back in the day, especially with Nintendo, you had to go through like, and this is a J topic, so we're going to have to hit him up about, about this. You had to go through like these obscene licensing uh, uh, the rigmarole, this all this testing in QA, and it's Nintendo QA, not internal QA that you have to see too. Um, and it, and it used to be like that, like around the block, but now it's just like, all right, if it works, it works. You patch the fucker, and that's pretty much it. Especially on the Switch, though, the Switch is like because of backing from publishers, like niche publishers, like a uh, Nicholas, um, uh, Raw Fury, people like that, um, like. There's more avenues for indies to break into the mainstream. You've got kids playing little, like, it'll do two now. Fucking, my, my nephew's playing Binding of Isaac, which is hilarious because Whoa. Baptist household. <laughs> yeah. Do, do they know he plays it? I recommended it. And for some reason, the adults trust me on this shit. Oh, God. It's a good game, and the Eli's been wanting to play it for a long time, so I said, yeah, fuck it, why not? Right. Seriously, like, and you know what? The worst that I, you know, if they try to get up my ass about it, then I, then, you know, the defense is going to be like, you know what? You were letting me watch Beavis and Butthead at 14. Okay. At least he's not repeating shit from that dumb fucking show like my dumb ass used to back in the day. Or still do. Or still do. <laughs> there. Yeah. Of course, is that just laugh breathing or is that repeating? <laughs> I don't know. It's not as if that stuff is like stuck with us yeah, over time, you know. I'm the don't great pull out your earbuds. Cornholio. I know. That kind of hurt too, so I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting too old for this. Fucking no. Well, yeah, but mediums <laughs> are not made for Cornholio. Um, <laughs> tiny shirts, fat neck. Um, anyway. <laughs> Okay. I think it's just something they give you when you turn 35. So, yeah. Indies on Switch. You know, something that uh, a series of games that are not independent in any way, shape, or form? Hmm. Pokemon! Right. And apparently, uh, there hasn't been a Pokemon title on a home console, except for maybe one every last 10 years or so. Stadium and, and whatnot. Neat- yeah. Yeah, Stadium, Snaps, they need to make an updated version of Snap for the Switch. That is what I am saying. Unfortunately, that's not what's coming unless it gets announced at E3. Mm-hmm. There are five different Pokemon games coming to the Switch. Dude. Granted, some of them are crap. Uh-huh. Well, you, you've, and, you, well you've got first-hand experience uh, in that. Yeah. Um, three of them are Pokemon Quest, mm-hmm. and then there are... Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I believe those two those two are coming out in November, and I think those are the games that work with the mobile app Pokemon Go. Right. It's I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, I stopped playing Pokemon Go 
Last summer, Alicia still plays it like crazy every single day. I I commend her commitment to it. I was going <laughs> to say, at least one of y'all's is still like super into Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. We'll go to Disney and she's got to hit like all the stops, all the gyms and whatever. Uh-huh. Like, all right, hon, like, we're, we're using the tickets. Sure, whatever. But uh, one game that is out right now is Pokemon Quest. Uh-huh. And you can download it. It's a free-to-play game with monetary transactions. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 There's, there's some of those. Mm-hmm. And it's... Is it worth like transacting step- with? Mm, from what very little... I've se- I saw Alicia and the boys playing uh-huh. it. And from what very little I saw, I can't give it a thumbs up. Uh, it, it looks like it, this is something that belongs on a mobile app, mm-hmm. not on a Switch. Yeah, I, it, I, I saw a very, couple of screenshots of it. It looked very uh, crossy roadish, which I had mentioned before. Yeah, it's um, very block animation, like Katamari Damachi and... Uh, Voxels. Voxel Voxels all up in your face. And, in your Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah, and in your Pokecafes. I don't know exactly how it plays. I think Alicia still plays it. I'm not sure if she's like... I think it's one of those things where the the whole cycle has to reset mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. Then you could start playing again. That's what she's been doing. Hopefully, she's not putting money into this game. I hope not. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. if she is, just you know, you can break into the meth business, and you've been wanting to do that for a while now. Yeah, I got OBT right down the There's road. There's your impetus. Sure. Exactly. You have a built-in marketplace. There is a pre-existing establishment. <laughs> No, you just all have to stake out your territory, that's all. Listen, that Pokemon habit is a difficult monkey to kick off. Oh, I'll, I'll admit that. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, yes, it is. Yeah. Pokemon came out in 96, I played till 2016. <laughs> now, it was, um, hold on, back to Let's Go, uh, whatever, whatever. Um, now, these are supposed to be like the Switch counterparts. You say they're used with Pokemon Go, but do they at least resemble the, the Pokemon um, main series in format? Well, from what I understand is these games are basically a, a combination of new title with uh, what it was uh, like a relaunch of Pokemon Yellow uh-huh. is, is the best way I've heard it. They're not coming out till November, so I'm sure there's going to be a, I'm sure there's been trailers and like yeah. all kinds of stories. I don't know. We don't do a lot of research on this podcast, if you haven't noticed. Uh, we just find a topic and it's like... <laughs> That's an ugly-ass word Words. to be using. What the hell? Research. Oh, you made me say it. God damn it. We're going to have to have a talk after this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I know this wasn't to. mentioned yet. Well, it's mentioned in passing in E3, but the one big thing that I'm excited about is WarioWare Gold, and I'm just going to leave it there, and Ooh. that's it. It's just a collection of WarioWare uh, microgames on uh, the 3DS, and yes, the 3DS is still getting some love, so thank you for that, Nintendo. Yeah, it feels like, uh, yeah, they're going to keep Continue back in the 3DS. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like that's going away anytime soon. Yeah. That I think that makes too much money for them yeah. for them to say uh, we're good with 3DS. Yeah. No more 3D. No, we're still <laughs> making 3DS yeah. stuff. So that's the one I'm looking for. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it's going to have any uh, DIY features on it, which is really fucking sad. But you know what are you going to do? Um, but anything Maybe anything WarioWare ends up on that shelf. I'm excited. And I just can't hide it. Oh, God. (laughs) Insert. (laughs) Insert. (laughs) All right. Speaking of insert. Giggly bitches. Let's go ahead and insert a segue here. Um, That was mostly what was was going on with the E3, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, because it's just... Unless you know of anything else, because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff. There's been so many leaks. No, it's just it's just been teases, and then that's it. I'm pretty sure some more stuff's going to come out, but it doesn't seem like there is. All right. I'm really hoping we see a trailer for uh, Metroid 4. That would be nice. That's what I'm... Did you play Samus Returns yet? Uh, Which one was It was, was a Samus remake of there's... Metroid 2 that they put out for the 3DS last year. I'm going to say no. All right. My video gaming over the past... In 2018, I have more. I've done more gaming than I've done the pre- previous eight years. Yeah, so I'm like mentally just bogged down with all kinds of stuff. Isn't that, isn't that kind of funny? Like how you fall into like a pattern with a certain hobby, and then like suddenly you just you shake it off one day, and it's like, oh fuck me, where have all these things come from? <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> I've like, am I just now discovering these or is everyone knowing about this? I put the kibosh on like more games in the first six months, the first half of this year, 2018, than I have in like the last three. It's crazy. (laughs) Maybe it's midlife crisis. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I like my midlife crisis. I'm like playing more video games and learning more, learning how to do more things. It's fantastic. Granted. I'm getting way too many co-eds knocked up, but yeah, <laughs> nobody's going to believe that. So, you know, I'm not incriminating myself. <laughs> They're virtual. Yeah. No, it's just like every, like when, when you hear about like the midlife crisis, which I think technically we're not supposed to be into yet. Although technically I might've already had mine with the convertible. Um, I don't, it, it's I don't always like the same know. old, like, well, you start dressing differently, like way younger than you're supposed to. <laughs> um, well, okay. I've been dressing like this for like the last, 25 years yeah exactly it's like those superficial qualities don't really seem to change it's just that like i i guess if there's any desperation involved it's you trying to pick up new information you know learning how to surf for instance things like that doing a youtube channel podcasting podcasting perhaps speaking of midlife crises what you doing bob what am i doing well, uh, unfortunately, we all know that Toys R Us is coming to coming to a close everywhere. Um, I don't want to grow up. Oh, I guess I just did. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Yet so funny. Jeffrey I- has left the building. He's getting into I- stock futures now. Ah, uh, Jeffrey, where have you been, man? He he got all. He went all yuppie on us. <laughs> he just grew up with us. The, the funny thing is, is the uh, the Toys R Us in Altamont, the really big one on 436, mm-hmm. where um, oh, some rumblings were going on that like a number of Toys R Us were going to start closing. Mm-hmm. This was a, while, a just a short while ago. Yeah, we went there the next day or the day after. Like those announcements were made where they were going to close a bunch of stores, yeah. and they had a sign up. Saying, uh, this location is going to remain open forever. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, a week later, they announced all Toys R Us everywhere are closing. Yeah. And it was like, well, I wonder how fast they ripped that sign down. <laughs> what would have been really cool is if, like, the manager was, like, one of those gung-ho types about it, committed his entire life to uh, running a quality toy store, just decided to buy the property and open up his own toy outlet. That would have been pretty jake. I would... Like imagine, like imagine that he do mainstream stuff, 
you know, Legos, game section, all the all the stuff we expect from Toys R Us. But he'd like ship out the stuff that with like a high overhead that almost nobody looks at, like the clothes and the bike section. Seriously, leave the bike section to play the sports or Sears or wherever the fuck. Craigslist. And replaces all that <laughs> with like collectible toy stores or collectible, uh, you know, stuff like um, Kid Robot. Um, you know, the pictures of the vinyl store that I posted to Instagram? Places like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All audiences, you know? I think that would work. Here, here's another funny thing, and we'll get back to the, to- the reason I was at Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I heard this on uh, another shout out to Crumb on his podcast. Mm-hmm. I heard that because Toys R Us is going out, they're selling all these domains that they originally bought <laughs> when the internet first got hot and everything. They started buying like all these different domains that other people had created the so they don't get a super highway. Yeah, yes. so they don't get associated with these particular domains. They bought them just to like to mothball mm-hmm. them, and they're selling them now. Some like adult toys R Us, sextoysrs.com. Nice. It's like like all the like uh-huh. all these kind of uh, he he went down the whole list or not the whole list, but he went down a like a number of them that popped yeah. out. I'm like Jeffrey'sDaisyChain.com. That might be an anal there. joys are us. That's definitely along his show lines. Insertion.com. Mm. <laughs> we need to buy that one. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> um, so the Toys R Us is going out of business. Yeah. So and we was went there. there. Yeah. I, I, I've been on of, of work for the past week. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to go. And get some stuff so I can play because God knows I can't do anything during the daytime with the family mm-hmm. awake. So I play at night. Right. Um, and I bought three games. Uh, one of them being uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Very good. This game, uh, this is the only one I've played so far because I've been grinding the hell out of this game. Apparently I got stuck in a particular section where you have to recruit enemies into your army. Uh-huh but you need like a special talent or reach a particular level in the game to do that. Uh-huh. And I could not fucking figure out how to get to that level. That was so this. Oh, go ahead. Well, I've, I've been grinding the, like the last 25 hours of this game on that first opening level. So I got all the way up to level 20. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, when is this going to happen? Oh, I had to click on that. <laughs> huh? Okay. Wah, wah, well, I'm going to kick wah. ass for the rest of the game. Apparently. <laughs> It happens. Two other games I got. Yeah, two other games. Uh, this one I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to play it. Uh, I played the first two games and I, I enjoyed them. Tales from Borderlands, which is basically a prequel of those two. Um, I know nothing about it. Kinda, I, kinda. There's side stories, and technically there is also the pre-sequel. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. It, but this mostly takes place before the previous the main borderland games. i wouldn't be able to tell you after two i kind of logged out <laughs> yeah I, I played one i played all the dlc for one mm-hmm. i played two i played one or two of the dlcs and god that feels like so long ago now well, borderlands 2 was 2014 i want to say 2013 even i want to say 13 but yeah um, you're one of those sound right. yeah i don't know i, I just last- know that i played the living shit out of the first borderlands that oh, was like yeah. one of the funniest yeah. I, I fucking games ever written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope they kind of return um, to that vibe with uh, the uh, uh, with the ele- or the rumored third one. Uh, the, supposedly they've got um, 
uh, who was it? Eric Wolpaul, uh, who wrote, uh, worked on writing uh, Psychonauts and Portal. And uh, Mike Newman, who wrote a lot of the DLC for the first one, particularly General Knox, which is by far one of the funniest fucking experiences anyone can have in gaming ever. <laughs> I'm still I like uh, me and a friend of mine that used to like play the living crap out of this back uh, back in the day um, uh, when we uh, when we were rooming up. We still quote that fucking stupid thing like all the time. <laughs> Flame on. And he drew a dragon with flames coming out of the side. <laughs> Fucking nepotism. <laughs> and for those of you who are just looking for a convenient drop, what did you do, Derek? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it was a fucking funny game. It. Okay, I'll leave it fair at enough. That. I, yeah. The uh, the third game mm-hmm. I, I got um, is all five chapters of the latest King's Quest. That uh, I'm curious about. I've seen one or two Let's Plays, and I was like, that's pretty good. No, it's, it's the and Activision one, right? Sierra? Sierra, yeah, Activision. it would be under the Sierra Online branding, I suppose, but it was published by Activision still? No. Activision Publishing, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So it's gonna be it's still adventure game style. It's not any any of the any of this weird revisionist uh leisure suit Larry crap that uh we've been plagued <laughs> by over the last fifteen years and might soon be plagued by again in a couple of months. Uh, hold up for the best, I guess. I hope so. It seems like they're putting a lot of thought into this new one. Oh, by the way, impending video game announcement, there's gonna be a new LSL. Um <laughs> Now the thing is, Leisure Suit Larry for those who don't Larry know. for those who don't know. And, that, and that, here's the thing with me and and Larry, like Sierra Online and I had like a very special relationship during my formative years because this was like a handful of games, a small percentage of games that I could actually play with my family, minus Leisure Suit Larry. But I'll get to that. <laughs> but like Space Quest was great, great writing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be blunt and say none of the puzzles in Sierra Online games were ever that logical, but we loved beating our heads against them and then like cheating with a fucking Xerox copy of a, of a hint book later on. But it was that Quest for Glory, which un- unfortunately still highly underrated. Um, but LSL was like the one where my dad was. That was my first of that type of adventure game. And it was the first game on our old HP that my dad brought home on a pirated copy. And he was like, we're going to play this shit. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, Leisure Suit Larry. Okay, yeah, I read about this in Mad Magazine. <laughs> Wonderful publication Which, for your yeah, video that game is a, knowledge. That is a very 90s sequence of words. Um, so he pops it in. Oh, he got the clap. <laughs> this is video games. <laughs> And we played through the rest of them. Five is my favorite, even though it's probably not the strongest one in the series. Seven was awesome. I, re- I think you remember Seven, because you came over and watched me play some of it. When I was living um, um, off of uh, Morse, or Knowles Avenue. I remember watching, Park. yeah, a lot of a lot of you playing. I don't remember which title it is. It was the, There's been 50 of them? It was the one that looked like it was hand-animated and was the last proper Leisure Larry to be made by Sierra Online. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it was it was a good it was a good time for a while, and then the PS2 era happened, and uh, and then Universal got the rights to Sierra properties, and it all went downhill. So, 
Hopefully, somebody got it right this time. But I don't think so. <sighs> Hold out hope. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah. Um, so that's what you- So that's what I'm doing. How about uh, we do a little pixel mixer? Yes. So this week for the pixel pixel mixer, we were talking about E3, and this was one of the uh, the original um, Switch announcement like launch titles that was announced uh, last year at around this time, if I'm not mistaken. But it was delayed for a while. Don't know why. And it released on multiple platforms by the time it was eventually uh, you know let out to let out into the wilds. But it was one that I was looking forward to a lot because um, big fan of the series. I mean, the first game I liked. The second game was an unexpected love affair because it was completely different from the first game. It changed all the aesthetic. Uh, well, let me get to which game I'm talking about here is runner runner three. Boop, boop. Ah, and, um, it came <laughs> with a keychain because nice. again, it's friggin' Nicholas. And you know, you like that? His epilepsy powers are all encompassing and formidable. Um, this, the first game was very pixely retro, Esque, and it was an auto runner because at that point it was very much what the public demanded. Cannibal made a huge splash. People that were uh, just starting to get into smartphone dev were like, all right, well, all we have to do is create a jump button and then theme it and then we're good to go. So runner was like, sure, there's that, but let's add in other things. And it kind of ballooned it, you know, took the radiant silver gun approach to auto runners. So what you got was something that was a uh, retro tasty, had a lot of good music and was very simple. Um, had a lot of character too. runner two kind of took the baseline of that running, kicking, jumping, things like that. And then did away with everything else. So while the first game has a very crunchily, a uh, crunchy pixely sort of a, sort of a veneer to it, runner two and by extension three has this sort of a look. It's heavily painted. Um, Pretty bizarre. Lots of color pop. Huh? Lots of color that pops. Yeah. I mean, they were all very colorful games, but these are like, this This has this like kind of cutesy eldritch <laughs> uh, kind of aesthetic going for it. And you, know, you have to see it in action in order to know what I'm talking about, but it made a huge impression. It was like, not only is not only colorful and difficult, like it's a rough ass game and it doesn't let you off easy, but it sticks with you for a while. And one thing that I was curious about is that like all the fundamentals that you pick up from runner two, I kind of wondered if they would stick around with you, you know, in your muscle memory for the third game. And I like in under an hour, I wiped out the entire first stage because everything stuck, which was pretty, uh, pretty, uh, well, interesting at least. So the drink that I had picked for this, uh, it was kind of a, a gimme. Uh, it's called a swimming pool. It looks like that. Uh, right. <laughs> oh. I was gonna say it looks like the Avengers. The, wow! <laughs> God damn it! It's the only tall glass I have in my cabinet right now because so many other oh, my enough. glasses are still in parts abroad. Okay, tropical as hell. Hmm. Think I could have shook it for a bit longer, <laughs> but it was very colorful <laughs> and uh and very. Don't mix on the fly. What's up? Don't don't don't. Rush your mixing. No. Well, I didn't. I, like, stirred the living crap out of it because one of the key components was cream of coconut. And that stuff, you know, it's 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 pretty sturdy. So yeah. you have to beat the and just beat it in the submission. Fucking stupid-ass Coco Lopez. You're going to do what I need you to do so I can put some blue carousel on top of you. Anyway. Ooh. Huh, what? You, you sent me the... Um 
the makes, uh, the, the ingredients mm-hmm. for this. And I just, aside from the cream, I have all these things. And you're right, that picture, I'll put it up like right here. Uh-huh. Bing! That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that doesn't look anything like what no. you mix. Uh, I mean, I, kind of, I looked at the ingredients before mixing it up, and I was like, well, there's no grenadine or passion fruit syrup, or there's not even any orange juice in here. So what's the deal with uh, those uh, lower spectrum colors? All we have here is like white and the blue, which is which is fine. It tastes great. Um, but I think the aesthetic was more or less what I was trying to seg- or, uh, sync up with uh, you know, the game that I'm talking about. Um but there's nothing threatening about this a whole lot. I mean, I th- kind of thought that with that amount of um, alcohol in it, it's like two ounces of vodka and then, oh, and then another ounce of uh, the blue curacao on top. It was going to be a little bit stiffer, but it is not. So you can have this with you can have this with, uh, with runner three. It'll do. <laughs> and uh, I think next week I should actually play it'll do so I can have a drink and name it it'll do. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so. Drink, swimming pool, game, runner three. Both tasty, both colorful, and both uh, pretty good for like after serious gaming sessions. If you do that sort of thing. You it's a good chill deviant down session. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> so that's our pixel mixer for the week. Corey, thank you for joining this You're uh, welcome. drunken stupid <laughs> edition. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get sued. <laughs> yeah, well, they gotta find me first. That's true. Oh. And I think that's only gonna happen if somebody actually watches this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we do, and that's good enough. We're our own best audience. You know, we are getting some more viewers. A lot of them are part of the somebody's mm-hmm. group, and you know, thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, there's just so many to name. Uh, there's Miles and Richie and Toby and Crumb and Grip, uh, Ripkin and Goobs and even Ocho in your waste of space. <laughs> we we that's like the running joke. We make fun of Ocho. Even. Oh, he's the he's and the uh, he's the punching bag. Yeah, per, yeah. Oh, that poor yeah, bastard. You know, I'm bag. gonna step out of line and be the guy that does not do that. You're a good guy, Ocho. I don't even fucking know you, but I got a good feeling. He's going to cuss your name out later. I might, but it's because of the drink. This this devil alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. Mm. Alcohol. Sorry, I won't I won't I shouldn't sing. No, don't, 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 don't I should be barred from singing. Yeah. I mean, I anyway, have, I have an excuse, uh, you don't. This is true. But I'm saying but that hasn't kicked in you yet. You should be working on an excuse. Dude, yeah. I'm like I'm I Oh, that know, works. Full I'm steam ahead. It hasn't kicked in yet. All right. So full steam ahead. Hey, if you want to help us out, uh, leave us a comment and uh, give this this video a like. Uh, if you're listening to us on Podbean, go ahead and uh, leave a comment and give a heart. iTunes, leave a description. You know, I'm asking a lot. Just, Just whatever, if you enjoy, insert your approval. God damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh shit! No, go. Keep, keep yeah. going. Keep going. No, no. Fuck it. No. <laughs> Oh man, we don't edit this show. I'm sorry, very don't, don't worry. Much. Ninja one into the next one. Just completely because Jay doesn't know about this shit yet. Where'd he go? We feed oh, off shit. your dialogue. Oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work with hangouts <laughs> unless I'm talking already. Like, <laughs> okay, all right. We feed off your dialogue. So if you subscribe, like, it, is this ninja enough for you? Uh, you I think you chair. need a thicker and uh, more. Uh, 
What? More burlesque accent. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Damn. Like this channel, channel your uh, right. channel your inner Mickey Rooney and uh, be as. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Listen, thank you guys. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, whichever it is. We're finally just going to stick a pig. Stick a pig. Insert a pig. Uh, Maybe I have insert the pig. (laughs) Insert the pig right up your ass. (laughs) Right ass. That's my... Uh, Who needs hosts? You know, if you're still listening at this point, God bless you. Every last one of you. Uh, to all of our followers, new and old, we'd like to say, insert it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you, Sonic Gracie! Yeah! Like that. This podcast is part of the Somebody's Network. You're never alone. When you've got some buddies.